Hey Chubbers, welcome back to another episode of Shadow Running on Empty. As usual, I am your host, So Easy Mode, helping you bring the topics of the six world to light and giving you delicious lore to infiltrate your brains for that sweet, sweet Shadow Run fix that you need. Tonight, I am joined by none other than one of the other hype personalities that we have. Austin, Austin, how are you doing tonight? Oh, you know me. I'm just bringing the hype. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Raising roofs. Ready to go. <laughs> there you go, everybody. I told you he was the hype man. Can't stop. Probably should stop. <laughs> Can't, but I won't. Can't I won't. stop believing i i don't i don't know can't stop won't stop easy can't stop won't stop <laughs> can't stop won't stop <laughs> <laughs> well since it's just the two of us this evening we will continue with our tour of the metroplex uh, we are getting through a lot of the areas there's still more though that we haven't covered and tonight's area of expertise that we'll be diving into is None other than a little-known slice of the Metroplex called Renton. It's more than a bedroom community. How much more is it? We're about to find out, but I also feel like that's a tagline for, you know, something else. Like, you've got plenty of hot singles in your area in this bedroom community the bedroom community <laughs> i mean <clears throat> can we just start referring to retirement homes as bedroom community <laughs> i don't know uh probably <laughs> it is a smaller part of the metroplex only boasting a population of 218,000 that's not too shabby Predominantly human. Mm. The next uh, most dominant meta group is the orcs, then elves, and then everybody else. Checks out. Some people say that Renton is just one big apartment complex where Seattle goes home to sleep. But really, the district has much more to offer. The hills cutting through Renton are the highest in the city and give hikers breathtaking views of the Metroplex and especially the majestic Mount Rainier. For those whose tastes are more sedated, reservations at one of Renton's fish-stocked lakes might be another pleasant outdoor incursion. Or excursion. Just strolling around the district and meeting the people can be enjoyable as well. Renton is sprinkled with many places to shop and dine, most of which are pleasantly empty during the day. Renton also has several well-known nightclubs where one can go to unwind at night. To the rest of Seattle, Renton may just be a bedroom community, but to the discerning tourist, don't leave it out of your itinerary. As always, the Mafia and Yakuza are very active in Renton. The Yakuza clan is run by one Orman Kosabai, he has a grip on the district's many businesses, while the Mafia, headed by Jonathan Giritano, controls the district's illegal gambling industry. 
Both are rumored to have control over several key government officials. These corrupted officials were responsible for reducing the budget of the district's alcohol and chip education and rehabilitation programs. So they want people on Beatles? Yes, chip and alcohol addiction are high among Renton's young people, no doubt oh. encouraged by the mafia and Yakuza. The problem has become so severe that the mayor has considered calling out the Metroplex guard to crack down on the district's chip dens. And one of the many side effects of the substance abuse and chip abuse is the unusually high number of gangs they attract. Only the Barons have more go and street gangs in the Metroplex. Jesus. One of the gangs, the Blood Mountain Boys, are a go gang that claims inner city uh, 169 as its own. When not terrorizing that stretch of highway, the gang travels the roads that twist in and out of the district's hills and mountains. The Mountain Boys are one of the most violent gangs around. There are several smaller go gangs that divide up the rest of the district among themselves. Advisory to do not travel in Renton at night unless heavily armed or escorted. Among the many thrill gangs in the housing projects of the district, the worst are the rat eaters of the South Renton housing project. They are so vicious that the Yakuza use them to intimidate shop owners as well as to carry out the occasional killing. I mean, at least the gangs in Renton have some pretty dope names, man. Bloody Mountain Boys sounds like a like a metal country band, though. Right? Doesn't it? Like, it's it's good, though. It's pretty nice. The Rat Eaters? I wonder what they live off of. Jeez, uh, I can only imagine. Uh, I want to say rat, but I feel like that's way too on the nose. Uh, you'll be happy to know, uh, or interested to know, maybe, about the Blood Mountain Boys. Uh, they are an urban primitive type of gang. Members willingly underwent scarification, dress in leather, and display tribal tattoos and permanent war paint. Yeah, this checks out. Like, I have a feeling that it's probably, like, a gang entirely of, like, doomsday preppers, right? Oh, probably. They earn money by running errands for various syndicates and smuggling alcohol, beetles, and drugs. Yeah, that checks out. That sounds about right. And while they may get wasted on drugs and lost in alcohol, the use of beetles are forbidden amongst the gang. Yeah, it makes, again, like, <clears throat> I feel like these guys are, like, low-tech, off-the-grid type guys, so beetle usage would uh, not would not fly. Hey, man, even, <laughs> even murderous biker gangs gotta have standards, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blood Mountain Boys were almost crippled by a series of raids by Niderant in 2074 to 2075. In the aftermath, the survivors went quasi-underground, heavily recruiting from the disenfranchised and rebellious youth of Renton. They've replaced the war paint that they were famous for, but made them easily to identify with colorful war masks. Ah, okay. So now they wear full-faced ballistic masks that are painted up. That is pretty dope. That's actually a much smarter uh <laughs> so they're not so easily recognizable <laughs> well and also if you have a ballistic mask on you know yeah that's unless like somebody's a... rocking like an aries predator you might be able to take like a wing shot towards <laughs> the face you know at least one right you'll be all right 
There is one other thrill gang that uh, hangs out in the Renton area, and that is the Night Hunters. The Night Hunters? Okay. The Night Hunters are a number of racist thrill gangs based in the Seattle oh. Sprawl. Oh, no. <laughs> Night Hunters is a thrill gang that is the 21st century version of the Boneheads, except it accepts humans of all, quote, races, and hates metahumans. Oh, it's metahuman skinheads? It's yep. even worse. It isn't a single gang, but several night hunter gangs, all of which have splintered from each other and have the same name. I mean, you know, at least good on them for accepting all races of humans now. That's progress, right? I, I suppose, because <laughs> now they have metahumanity to hate on. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to humanize the metahuman skinheads here. I want to make sure that that is clear, but, you know. Uh, they are known for having a lot of cyber modifications, and most of the members have spurs or razors. Night Hunter gangs are into selling beetles, terrorizing metahumans, and distributing propaganda from the Humanist Poly Club. Oh, Humanus. Mm-hmm. Members will chase down any metahumans who is in their territory during the night, torturing those they catch. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also into body modification, which is how you can usually recognize them. Night hunters are heavily into chains and body piercings. As are most skinheads, yep. So, all checks out, yeah. That all checks out. So there you go. I think the revitalized Blood Mountain Boys are more interesting, honestly. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I also like to imagine that the Rat Eaters are, like, contrary to popular uh, assumptions. We actually only subsist on the finest cheeses in Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Buck those stereotypes, Rat but Eaters. They still, but they still live in squalor and trash oh, yeah. and dress oh, in rags. Yeah, they live in the sewers in rags. Like, they... <laughs> I'm assuming that they all look like the Nosferatu from uh, the, the Masquerade. Oh, see, uh, I, I was going to at least give them a step up and say that they all at least somewhat resembled the Rat King from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, with the bandage wraps around him. And exactly. Just, yeah. You still have hair poking out to show, you know, you're not a horrible monster. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I like to imagine that they're like super highbrow, though. <laughs> right <laughs> uh like they're they're dressed in rags they smell awful unbathed uh, and it looks like they live in squalor but they talk with a certain eloquence <laughs> what is this a vintage if it's if it's not at least 40 years aged i won't drink it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like super wino snobs <laughs> i only partake of the best grapes from the finest of vineyards this would have paired well with the, with the with the remainder of our beluga but we just finished it last week unfortunately <laughs> we'll have to wait for the next set of scraps that are thrown out <laughs> do you know how long it is until somebody flushes out a tin of caviar <laughs> oh god <laughs> we've been waiting for Decades. <laughs> Decades. <laughs> uh, 
fantastic we need we need the rat eaters more often in our yeah, lives yeah so the so yeah yay for the rat eaters and the other two are questionable events <laughs> <laughs> oh god so uh, Renton is bounded on the north by the districts of Bellevue and Redmond on the west by downtown Seattle and Tacoma and on the south by Auburn and on the east by Native American lands. Mm. Despite its heavy development, Retton has somehow managed to retain at least some of its original nature and natural beauty. So on the on the eastern end, then does it have like a border into Nan territory? Into Nan territory? Okay. Mm-hmm. Into the Salish Sheet. So it's so. a border, it's a border city for the Metroplex, then. Yeah, yeah. They've got a okay. border crossing there. Okay. Uh, the geography of Retton is dominated by a spur of beautiful green hills and ridges that rise sharply along the district's northern boundary. Running from southeast to northwest, the ridges include Cougar Mountain and Tiger Mountain. Away from the hills, the land becomes level farmland before being taken over by housing and light industry. Scattered throughout Renton are a chain of small lakes, but Lake Young's, the largest, is almost two kilometers long. I mean, it's a pretty nice lake. With over 200,000 people living in Renton, metahumans make up 35% of the district's population, with orcs comprising the largest minority group. Culturally, the rest of the district is a mix of people claiming German, Scandinavian, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, and Filipino ancestry. It's a very diverse mixing ground. True. I mean, I'm wondering if any part of that might be just played into the fact that it is a border city, but that is pretty I mean, cool. Yeah, it's it shares so many borders with all the other districts, and it is one of the other districts that has a, a border crossing out yeah. into the Nan. For the politics of who runs this district, it is currently Carl B. Vanderslam. Ooh, good name. Retton's 62-year-old mayor has spent the last 10 years building up the district's economy and tourism industry. Cougar Mountain Resort was completed in 2047 only because of the mayor's efforts to promote tourism. Now, see, at the time, he was under the assumption that it was going to be a mountain that was filled with attractive older women. <laughs> but only once it only once it was completed did they tell Mayor Vanderslam, "Dude, I'm stealing Vanderslam. If I ever become a porn actor, Vanderslam is going to be the surname." It's right. so good. Like, that's a fantastic name. I can only imagine that that's what he expected out of an out of an area that called Cougar Mountain, though. Let's be fair. Mm. Uh, in 2052 to 2072 we see a new mayor one samuel smiling sam his name is samuel sam well they call him smiling sam but his name is samuel usinski okay i thought that we may have been dealing with a mario mario situation Uh, i just just wanted to clarify uh smiling sam was one of the senior mayors of the metroplex uh, serving as mayor of Renton for 20 years, replacing old Carl. Old Carl. Smiling Sam t- 
term, his terms in office have focused heavily on safeguarding Renton from a variety of dangers, ranging from gangs and chips to corporate conflicts and the second computer crash. Every election, Renton's attitude seems to be better the devil you know, and that is how Smile and Sam continues to be voted back into office. That sounds sounds like politics, all right. <laughs> One thing that they have to worry about in the Renton area, though, uh, is though Renton has made a concerted effort to eliminate racism, the Humanist Poly Club and its like are not only active in the district, but have made alarming progress through the years. The Poly Clubs actively recruit the district's bored and rebellious teenagers, with so many voting age young people now swelling the ranks of these hate groups, they now have representation in the district government, which hate is unfortunate. You hate to see it. Bored teenagers. Those Jeez. damn youths. <laughs> what with their their chips and, and their, their speeder bikes. <laughs> uh, Renton's economy is geared heavily toward merchandising. Hey, the Renton Center Mall, the Maple Valley Mall, and the Auburn Center are all located here. In addition, there are countless smaller shopping centers and individual stores. So what's better to do in a district that is labeled more than a bedroom community than to have as many shopping centers as possible? It's true. They need somewhere to send the youths to keep them off the streets <laughs> and away from the crime. Let's go to the mall. Let's go get a malt down at the mall, guys. <laughs> Bring your best gal with you. Make uh, a day of it. You can tell that they're trying to lean heavy into the 80s trope here. I, I, so when you originally were describing, uh, was it, was it the Bloody Mountain Boys? Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was expecting them to be like, like a greaser gang. Oh, <laughs> and so I've been imagining everything is like Back to the Future one, you know, like nineteen fifty-five, mm-hmm. uh, right, right, type scenario, and that's just been funny. Um, that's all that's the drugs great. and the alcohol. It leads them to crime, so you mm. gotta keep them busy. <laughs> Several large companies are also based in Renton, most of them involved in the security industry. Talbot Security Vehicles in Kent modifies vehicles to improve their performance and survivability. The Petrovisky Personal Security Company, a subsidiary of Mitsuhama Computer Technologies, manufactures security systems for apartment complexes. And Night Arat Security maintains an academy where guards and security specialists are trained. I mean, it makes sense for Night Arant to have a training there or a facility there, considering that's how it's located right next to like every other district. So mm-hmm. uh, the district is also home to many independent software developers, Blood Money's Software, Nightcrawlers Corporation, and Power Persona. Are software house names recognizable to any dedicated Decker? I don't like the fact that there's one named after named Nightcrawler. Uh, that it feels bad for some reason. Night <laughs> Nightcrawlers Corporation. Uh, yeah, I don't. It just I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
those I are mean, where all the those are where all the prowlers get hired <laughs> power persona sounds good uh blood money software sounds like something straight out of gta blood money so- yeah blood money software is either a gta corporation or uh it's somebody's username on like the dark web <laughs> like, so cool. i'm so edgy so cool well while we're in renton where are we staying sorry i really want that the i really want the blood money corporation's slogan to just be at least we're honest at least we're honest <laughs> oh that would be so great wouldn't it where are we what are the popular hotels in the area well we've got good old cougar mountain resort hotel again not what you're expecting very disappointing right (laughs) it's a luxury hotel this beautiful hotel is the heart of a large resort near the summit of the mountain the resort offers many activities that take full advantage of the beautiful wilderness of cougar mountain it has a ski slope during the winter apparently it is a very popular hangout for corporate officials especially those from mct who knew that mitsuhama liked to ski so much that's fair. I mean, that's also where the youths go during the winter, so that way they can compete in competitive competitions in order to save the old, uh, the old. Uh, oh God, what's the the old ski lodge at the bottom? No, what's the the rec center? They got to save the rec center. Oh, that's right. They have to save the rec center. So they got to. <laughs> you'll gotta never show... beat. You'll never beat me down this slope. Yeah, and those are all the Mitsuhama kids that come in from out of town, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, they're so much better than us." And then there's the one guy, <laughs> old back in his day, old Mayor Vanderslam was Vanderslam. like, "Don't worry, guys, I'll save the rec center." Oh, uh, and that was also God. the winter where they unbanned dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Footloose. <laughs> Thanks, Vanderslam. Oh, God. There's also Lake Young's Hilton, another luxury hotel. This excellent hotel has a lower-level mini-mall, huh, that actually extends out into the lake. The stunning view of the lake bottom makes it a popular tourist trap. That would be pretty cool, not gonna lie. I would go to a I would go to a mall that was partially underwater. That sounds pretty dope. <laughs> a mini mall that's that's under the lake that goes all the way to the bottom. Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay, okay. As long as there's not like a kraken or a megalodon in that lake, then I don't have anything <laughs> uh, to worry no, about. It, no, so. it, it's it's a lake. It, it'd be freshwater stuff. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, yeah, then we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh you've got the Renton Inn, your average hotel. This attractive and inexpensive family-style hotel also serves as the headquarters for the Renton Inn Corporation. Corporation has 20 smaller hotels scattered through the Metroplex and another 10 in California Free State. How about that? Yay for the mom-and-pop shops. I guess. Assumedly? Well, uh, side note for them the corporation's executives are known for their willingness to do just about anything to move up the corporate ladder the company's history is littered with lurid scandals arrests and plenty of rumors nevertheless the renton inn manages to stay in business all right fair enough you know what (laughs) decidedly not a mom and pop shop i retract the previous statement Uh... (laughs) 
That's pretty good, though. I mean, you know, every who doesn't like a little corporate scandal every now and then, you know? I feel like you have to let one go at least once or twice a year. Yeah, right? It just keeps things interesting. Uh, if you're not interested in staying there, there's always the Meredith Comfy Cubicle. Uh-huh. A cheap hotel that is unfortunately biased against orcs and trolls. This dingy little hotel has the reputation of being the place to meet contacts and go-betweens. Patients recovering from operations at the nearby illegal body shop frequently come here to recover or to die. Okay. The place is also frequently raided by police looking for chip addicts. So it's like, what if we had a cracked in that mm-hmm. was also a hotel? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Like, you know, they're going to break into an abandoned house anyway. You might as well make a little money off it, right? Right. Well, now that we've looked at a couple places to stay, some of them being lu- ludicrously expensive uh-huh. and disappointing. I'm looking at you, Cougar Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> we go it's to... just, it'll never live up to its reputation. <laughs> <laughs> it just can't. It can't. There's it no can't. way. It can't possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to places to eat in the area. First, we've got Azteca International South. This luxury restaurant's location on Lake Washington gives it wonderful atmosphere to accompany the excellent freshwater fish dishes that are the highlight of the menu. I have a feeling that it's going to be a lot of seafood, isn't it? Uh, a mix, I'd say. Okay. You also get some southern dishes because it's as technology kind of based oh that's fair oh so i just meant in general in terms of the food variety in the, in the uh, city. yes yes but well, yeah supposedly this restaurant has several secret rooms one of which oh. houses a heavily protected computer oh and what is on that computer well, rumor states that uh-huh. the computer is a cold vault of sensitive as technology information. Though the computer is not connected to the matrix, it is heavily defended by both guards and ice. Interesting. So who knows what's on that computer? I mean, that's true. And, you know, what better place to hide a computer full of super sensitive information than in the back of a restaurant, I guess? Right. Through the secret rooms? Through the secret rooms, yeah. We've got Mon Hing Restaurant and Bar. It's mostly fast food, small restaurant. Mon Hing's is a favorite hangout for the lower-level police officers and detectives from the nearby West Kent Police Station. So if you want to find some off-duty Lone Star officers, there you go. Right. We've got Wanda's Witchery. This quaint family-style restaurant provides both high-tech and magical entertainments by young deckers and shamans. Though the food is quite ordinary, its filling and portions are large. Oh, I need sometimes. You've got Retin Hole in the Wall, which is a bar. Uh, Solid. Solid. Again, a very honest title. I like it. Uh, apparently it's a place for washed up shadow runners to come for some ungodly reason. The <laughs> place is as slimy as its name implies. Jesus. And only the exceedingly brave or stupid dare to enter this dark hole. 
who knows what might slide up next to you <laughs> and either threaten to powder your bones or else make some obscure proposition. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like either of those options. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good place. Welcome to the hole in the wall. How tough are you? <laughs> How tough are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's the terror pit. The terror. Okay. It is a small restaurant and bar. The CD bar is a favorite of the area's magicians who like to frighten customers with hideous illusions. The owner, who regulars call Huggable Shirley, <laughs> was a wage mage for Mitsuhama before she lost her right arm and leg in defense of a corporate research lab that was later found empty and worthless. Ah. Oh. Sad. But at least they sent her off with good severance. Uh, 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 you might you might even say the job cost her an arm and a leg. Uh, 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 uh. These terrible jokes brought to you by <laughs> Others Misfortune. Yes. Without Others Misfortune, where would we be today? How would we laugh? <laughs> Tourist attractions, because this is supposed to be a touristy area. You have the Auburn Center, which is a shopping mall. Huh? Here we go. Auburn Center caters to the middle and lower classes. It has very light security, allowing almost anyone into the mall. But does it have a Suncoast video? Well, it does have a body and tech shop. That's not what I'm looking for, Easy. You know, it probably has at least one, one since it is a three-floor mall. Oh, definitely. It definitely has one. All right. This is my favorite mall now. Well, I don't know, because next up is the Maple Valley Mall. Oh, okay. Also three floors. Uh-huh. However, this mall is large enough to contain an amusement park. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Been to that before. It's a fun time. Right. Uh, the mall has a great deck store called Maple Leaf Computers. Oh. The mall also has three body shops, Body and Tech, Whole New You, and a privately owned shop called Renton Body Enhancements. Not as colorful as the other two. No, not 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 really. But who's the uh I, who's the operator of the amusement park located in the mall? Is it is it corporate owned or uh, it doesn't say. Oh, okay. It's probably owned and operated by the mall. Okay. The uh, the Mall of America in Minnesota has has that same thing. It's got mm -hmm. a it's got an amusement park located in the middle of the mall. It's like seven floors though, I think. Um, but for the longest time, the amusement park was called Camp Snoopy. Because mm -hmm. the Peanuts were the ones who owned the the rights for the park, because Charles Schultz is from Minnesota, right? Um, and then I want to say it was probably like almost a decade ago at this point, uh, Nickelodeon bought it. Oh wow! So now it's like a Nickelodeon themed one. So they've got all like cartoon Nick show themed rides instead that they've redone. They have this SpongeBob roller coaster there that's based on the Rock Bottom episode. Uh huh. It legit has like a forty foot high, straight up ninety degree drop. It was 
<laughs> the most terrifying thing I've ever been on in my life. Like, oh, that sounds awesome. It takes you so high up that I felt like I could have stretched my arm up and touched one of the roof support beams in the mall. Like you go, <laughs> you go so high. I was like, this is okay. <laughs> oh boy. Sadly for the Maple Valley Mall. Mm. Some extremely violent magical manifestations have occurred in the northern end of the mall over the past few years. Everything from ghostly dragons, Indian warriors, and the shades of demon-like creatures rising from the floor in that section of the mall. The well, mall that's, associ- that's not great. <laughs> the mall association closed that half of the facility and has been looking into what is causing the manifestations and say uh have never seen a haunting in the mall of america so i guess it does have that going <laughs> for it instead so positive positive light for them yeah yeah on, on, <laughs> on a better note uh mall of america to the best of my knowledge not haunted and that brings us to our third shopping center in the area Oof. the renton center mall uh-huh only two floors already not looking as popular as the other two options. Probably doesn't even have a Suncoast video. Well, that's probably because <laughs> most of the shops in this mall cater only to the very wealthy. I see. Hey, Chummer, just a quick aside. If you are enjoying the episode, be sure to rate it if on audio. Or if you are on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe as we are trying to reach our 1,000 subs goal. You can also support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash critical underscore hits. Finally, if you are interested in taking your tabletop gaming to the next level, check out the episode description for an affiliate link to DriveThruRPG. So the next time you're looking to expand your library and want to help support us, drop that link in. And now, back to the show. Yeah, the mall has two body shops. One is a body and tech, and the other is a whole new you. In the corner of the mall, in one of the corners of the mall, there's a small zoo of paranatural animals. Oh, that's fun. Do you guys have the, uh, like, the different tiers of mall out? Do you guys still have malls out where you are? I guess that's the better question, actually, to start <laughs> uh, with. So we have one here. Uh-huh. Uh, it is, like, uh, turning into a ghost town, though. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So we've got like three big ones still, I would mm-hmm. say out here that are still doing pretty well and 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 operating. But it's funny because they are the 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 cheap mall, mm-hmm. the middle class mall, and then the expensive mall. Because because <laughs> we we have the one that's closest to me out here is uh, an outlet mall. So every store that's in there is an outlet store for like a big box chain. Okay. So it's all their overstock and old product stuff. So it's like super discounted, which is mm-hmm. nice. Then the, we have another one next to us. Uh, that's the Chandler Mall. And theirs is just like the modern mall. Like it's a two floor. It's got all of the stores that you would expect to be in there. And it's just like a normal mall. And then the Scottsdale Mall is like the high end mall where it's all designer brand stores that are in there. Like, I'm pretty sure last time I was there in the Scottsdale mall, they have a Tesla store oh my where you God. can go buy a Tesla in the mall and then they'll deliver it to you later. Wow. So 
it's it's funny to me to see when this gets adapted into like role play settings and stuff mm-hmm. because I I don't know a lot of other places that still have like not only multiple malls that are still close and accessible and open but mm-hmm. uh like that actual dichotomy of mall where you're like well which mall do we want to go to this time oh, I'm trying to find a good <laughs> deal all right well we'll go to Mills then and we'll go check out the outlets you know like it's right. so it's so funny. Yeah, we don't have that. We have one mall. We used uh-huh. to have two, right? We uh-huh. used to have two back in the back in the day. Uh huh. Yep. I, I mean, like back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. We oh, had, yeah. we had two, but now we only have. We're down to one, and it's it's tough for it to stay afloat. It does have a good mix of, I'd say, like name brand stores and then other right. smaller places. Yeah. So. And it's also it has a movie theater attached to it. Oh yeah, so that that's probably helpful uh, anymore. I don't know. I haven't been to the movies since the the virus. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I the I I'm pretty sure that the the mall is a contributing or the the theater is a contributing factor for for our outlet mall, which mm-hmm. is the one that I like going to the most anyway. Um, but also, uh, it's the only one within the Valley area, uh, that has an IMAX still. Oh, nice. So that's the reason, which also, you know, uh, uh two weeks, I'm going to go see the new Godzilla movie in IMAX. So <laughs> it sounds like a good time. Pretty good. But yeah, I, I think that that definitely helps out with, uh, keeping that afloat as well. Yes, definitely. It also probably helps that it will, at least here in our area, the only i don't know what to call it i don't want to say nerd store but i mean that's what it is yeah yeah nerd store uh-huh yeah where you can get your miniatures and your paints and your role play books and everything there's only one place in all of this town that you can go to and it's at the mall oh okay I yeah see. so i'm like oh god i want this place to stay around so bad <laughs> it's funny to me because we had a we we had at one point <laughs> There was a uh, a games workshop that mm-hmm. opened in the outlet mall. Oh boy! And it was so funny to me because that I swear that specific games workshop store bounced around to like four different malls because <laughs> it would close, and then like two months later, I would see it opening open again at another mall. <laughs> but it would be the same people working the store oh wow and i swear to god it jumped it jumped malls like four times in like the mid 2000s <laughs> <laughs> and i was like you guys really need to learn your core demographic for where you're gonna set up a games workshop because let me you tell you the outlet do. mall the outlet <laughs> mall's not the place man not for full price <laughs> not a good look not, not a not, good look at all probably not the core demo <laughs> no oh man <laughs> i don't know i i feel like as time goes on right we might see a resurgence of malls i hope so man i love malls i love a good mall well I've, you have I've to think about it it was it, it was like a social hub you yeah know? so i think and i think this would save a lot of of malls if they leaned into that more yeah. you know if they leaned into being more of a social gathering place as aside from seeing it as a giant retail apparatus yeah you know for sure 
if they did that, I think malls would see a comeback because you'd have someplace else to go or meet That's... up or do stuff. For sure. I mean, I growing up in the, you know, mid late 90s to early 2000s, like, dude, I lived at the malls, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was still part of that generation for sure. Anytime that we wanted to hang out with people, if we weren't going to somebody's house, it's like, yeah, fuck, we'll just go walk around the mall for a couple hours. Nice. You so... know what else I would think would would do well inside a mall and mm-hmm like especially the the one here where it has these big attached empty department stores right uh-huh. you just set up a, a big maze inside and you have indoor paintball indoor paintball i've thought about but a lot of people don't like i i, I would have to imagine like the possibility of paint would be a hassle honestly mm-hmm. i would go the laser tag route yeah laser tag could work too but you know you could always theme it too like Oh, today's zombie survival day or zombie right. survival week or something like that. Right. See, it's it's got potential. It's got it legs. Is, it's got it's got legs. I like it. I like. I also just want to see more laser tag again. I I again <laughs> I talk about something that has just like disappeared from my life, man. I don't think mm-hmm. I've been to play laser tag in like at least five years. Well, you know what else they could do instead of having to put a bunch of money into like building a maze or something like that in the department store Uh you make it a big wide open area and you go vr oh yeah like the the void arcades that have popped up here and there yeah yeah where there's literally nothing inside it's mostly padded and uh some kind of like plastic flooring um but it interacts with the the vr headsets that they give you and they give you like full body rigs so it's complete immersion that would be cool I'd be good with that too. I I right? think be, I I think on a previous podcast that we've done, I had floated my other uh suggestion mm-hmm. before as well, which is eventually we should just turn all abandoned malls into retirement communities for Gen X and millennial kids. Mm-hmm. Turn them into into you know half functioning mall, half retirement home. I think yeah. that that's a good thing. I think we could. I think we could get away with that. Yeah, I think that would work. Be a Again, possibility too. Give me my Suncoast video on the second floor, man. It'll give me something to get out of my out of my out of my home every day and go check out. <laughs> I miss it, man. I miss it. It was a, it was a, it was oh, a vibe. Boy. It was. Oh God. Bookstores. I miss bookstores. There's only one Barnes and Noble here. <laughs> oh man. We're yeah. filthy with them. Uh I miss I miss used bookstores too. Oh yeah, so like 2019, I want to say, uh, for uh my wife's birthday, we did a book scavenger hunt where oh, nice. there was like eight or nine of us in the group together, and she made a list of like the top ten books that she wanted, and uh she would give them out at every store that we went to, like re randomize it, and it was up to people to try to find them, and then she was gonna buy them. But it just gave us something to do. But yeah, we hit up like six or seven stores, like different used bookstores that day, driving around. Fantastic. It's, it's dope. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a plethora of books out here. Easy. You gotta come <laughs> check them out. I will. I will have to come check them out. Oh, hey, you know, businesses in the Renton area. Speaking of what to check out for a what good to time, check out. easy. Remember, Look at the fucking flawless. All right, <laughs> not missing a beat. I'm I'm with it. What can I say? <laughs> Remember we had mentioned Blood Money software? Ah, yes. Right? At least so, they're honest. <laughs> you know what? You're going to love this. <laughs> this software house 
is known for its brilliant designs and its unwavering honesty in business dealings. Yes! <laughs> At least we're honest! You have been vindicated, sir. Oh, I love it. This is now my favorite corp. This is this is my favorite corporation in all of Shadowrun. <laughs> uh, so right? good. One of the things that Blood Monies gets some notoriety from is in November of 2050, Blood Money Software entered into a limited partnership with Renraku Computer Systems. Together, they developed the Red Samurai line of software, an ambitious package of advanced ICE programs for the owners of small computer systems. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Right? Well... And then the arcology happened. But well, you know what? It's, you, we don't got to talk about that. It's fine. And, it's fine. And, then, and then the arcology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, geez. Uh, there's also the Federated Boeing Renton Facilities. The mm. manufacturer of remote control vehicles is the main product at this Federated Boeing. The size of the vehicles range from the diminutive bug eye surveillance all the way to tilt rotors of the huge herd animals. Okay. So, you know, it's a great place for riggers to find drones that can get into the facility. Yeah, for sure. There's also, remember, we also mentioned this, the Knight Errant Seattle Training Academy. Yes, the police academy, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is Ares Police Academy. <laughs> Knight Errant Securities provides some of the best guards to protect people, places, and computers. The Seattle training facility looks more like a university than a training ground. All cadets are required to excel in classes on the latest security techniques, as well as complete a vigorous physical training. Each cadet is cross-trained so that Knight Arant Deckers are well acquainted with weapons and location security procedures, and location guards have a thorough knowledge of computers. Look at that. They're trying to give you a well-rounded security personnel. Hey, how about that? There's a reason that they're top of the line, man. Mm. Oh, and then there's Nightcrawlers Corporation. I don't like them. I don't like these guys. Because we talked about blood money, we've got to talk about Nightcrawlers. We don't. We can just skip them. No, what do you got? What are are Nightcrawlers all about? (laughs) Nightcrawlers is as dark as the name implies. It is a major supplier of illegal software and hardware. The only thing protecting it from the law is that the owner's older brother is the head of the Decker Crimes Division. Ah. How about that? So they're they're a cybersecurity company. Yes. I still don't like the implication of their name choice, but I get it. (laughs) (laughs) We've got two, no, three major hospitals in the area. We've got Auburn General Hospital. This hospital recently won acclaim for the research done by Dr. Brian Pathwalker into procedures that may one day make it easier for magicians to accept cyber implants. Oh, And apparently, on the side, the mafia has been pumping money into this doctor's research. What? Yeah. That doesn't sound like the mafia, I know. I know, I don't know if I believe that. You also have City Health South. This hospital belongs to the Citywide Insurance Organization. The facilities and staff are top-notch. 
Then you have Maple Valley General. It is just an adequate hospital. <laughs> this is the only blurb. It's an adequate hospital. I, I like to imagine that that's their only Yelp review. <laughs> Three out of five stars. An adequate hospital. I yeah, All right. I guess it gets the job done. Right? <laughs> uh, then there's a unique option as well. There's Greasy Ben's. Greasy Ben's is not only a body shop, but also a mid-sized restaurant. In the back of this redneck barbecue joint is an illegal body shop <laughs> run by Thick. one Mitch Curlew. All right. All right. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> Much like most illegal chop shops, it is a filthy, festering pit of infection and disease. Those that survive the operation usually recover at the nearby Coffin Hotel. Most likely that one is Meredith Comfy Cubicle. <laughs> Hey, at least they're comfy. At least they're comfy. <laughs> <laughs> For some miscellaneous hotspots, we've got the Murdered Mime, which is a nightclub. Revivalist rock bands consider this nightclub to be a stepping stone toward appearing in the more prestigious clubs downtown. Uh, okay, so it's the CBGB of, uh, of the area. It's fair. I like it. It is also a favorite spot for rising young Yakuza's. Ah, okay. Yeah, Yakuza's hate mimes. They they do. Most people. Historically. Not great <laughs> with mimes. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Denton's Lore Store, a talismonger shop. This lore store and its owner have had a bad reputation ever since Denton's opened in 2041. A young apprentice mage bought a spellbook that gave him incredible powers. How this store managed to come by such an important book is under investigation by several private and corporate mages. I, I was really hoping that the lore store was going to be like, you go into it and you're like, I'd like to purchase some lore, please. And then the dude just starts telling you things. And you're like, ah, my sweet lore that I've purchased. Thank you. It's just an old guy sitting in like a recliner rocking chair. He's got one of those Gandalf smoking pipes next yeah. to him. Yeah. And he just, as soon as you come in and you start asking for lore, he pulls the whole Deckard cane. Stay a while and listen. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that old Diablo, you have to watch out for him. He's trying to bring about the prime evils. <laughs> All right, Grandpa, let's get you. Hang on, I'm comfortable. Wait a minute, I'm talking to somebody. I've made a new friend. I'm telling the children about the dangers of religion. <laughs> the children don't know about the prime evil. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, just thinking about that now. What, what would it be like to be trapped in a uh, a beetle state in the Diablo world? <laughs> Oh, that'd be a rough one, man, because <laughs> like it's not even a matter of which Diablo because they're all bad. So mm -hmm. there's no like there's no good Diablo one to be stuck in, you know? Yeah, but hilariously, you are Deckard Kane in the Beetle. Uh, you know, that wouldn't be such a bad gig then. If, if, <laughs> Especially I, I, if you're going to run this lore <laughs> shop, right? I want to know... <laughs> I want to know what the percentage is of people that are Beetle users that are just like, my dream is to be an NPC in a video game. 
<laughs> you know, I I don't know. I don't know. What did you do on vacation this year, Larry? Well, <laughs> I sold potions. <laughs> Three glorious months of potion management. <laughs> Had to go get the reagents myself. <laughs> it uh, was a simple life, but it was a good life. <laughs> I don't know. It might be as opposed to the corporate drudgery of coming into the cubicle every day. That's true, man. Like it, to be a corporate drone or to go touch grass. That's not a hard <laughs> choice, man. That's oh boy. I'm here for work again. Beige walls. It is, huh? <laughs> Well, to liven it back up again, we've got another nightclub in the area, the Italiano. Let me guess, the Yaks also love to hang out in this place. You know, it could be like uh, what <laughs> that one of the episodes that we did for this where the mafia was running the Red Dragon. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is how they got back at them. <laughs> They're like Red Dragon, huh? Yeah. So, uh, this... what if we literally just name it after the country? Boom, boom, we got him. Checkmate. <laughs> so the Italiano, this pretty little club across the street from the murdered mine, is the favorite of young mafia members. Coincidentally, there have been frequent and often deadly confrontations in and around the club. Surprisingly, the elders of the mafia haven't tried to stop the fighting. One even said that it was, quote, a good way to get rid of the hotheads. Oh, yeah. That's all it takes. Right? I mean, so you got the Yakuza's hanging out over at the murdered mine, and then the mafia's at the Italiano, and they're right across the street from one another. (laughs) Only good things can happen. And the police don't go to that neighborhood for some reason. Uh, the lowest rating for the neighborhood in, for any of the neighborhoods in Renton, I think, is a C security oh, that's rating. that's not too bad. Which is not bad at all. Everything yeah. else is uh, like triple or double A. You can expect that Lone Star response. Well, you know, not only you have to also think you've got that Knight Arant training facility that's there so obviously they'll probably get some of those calls as well for sure but that's renton at a glance what do you think about it i mean it seems cool it's it's conveniently located that i feel like you could do a lot of cool stuff with it as a setting because since it's located next to pretty much every major city and you also have a connection directly over to uh to the nan lands yeah i mean it's got plenty of apartment complexes so you could hide out. It might be a nice place to put up a safe house for Shadowrunner. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. I like it. It's it's also like it doesn't feel like it's like super mega corped like a lot of the other major cities or major parts of the uh no, this of is, the area do. So this is basically where a lot of downtown workers go to go home right yeah so if you got all your workers down in the the downtown area and the big sky rises for the corporations and everything a lot of them actually just live in the renton area yeah that makes sense that also makes sense why you see the crop up of the the poly clubs because while parents are out working for the corp yep you got the kids at home doing nothing 
the corruptible youths. <laughs> they're, not, they're not hanging out at the malls enough. <laughs> they're not spending enough time at the local sock hop. Oh, we've got all the malt beverages here. I don't understand. So uh, good. Well, that's one of the other things that I think we should ask on this podcast. If you could be trapped inside of a beetle, what would you prefer oh. to be trapped inside of? <laughs> What would you want to be trapped inside of, and what would you not want to be? Tra- I think that that's a, I think that that's a double prong question. That, that uh, is a double prong question. So, uh, with that question, mm-hmm. what would you want to be trapped inside of? Oh man, to be trapped inside of. Yeah, be trapped inside of a better than life. You're living out whatever video game, movie, piece of media. What's oh. one that really kind of speaks to you of i could wash away the dystopia (laughs) you know to be honest i would probably go for some type of tokusatsu either uh, a power rangers or a common writer i think Mm. either i think either would be enjoyable um Mm -hmm. so yeah probably one of those two okay uh Uh, to to not be trapped in mm -hmm. (sighs) no there's a lot <laughs> that's a big list that's a big list um <laughs> I, I i'm trying to go with something that i think would just be like super aggravating but like relatively mundane like imagine imagine being stuck in a beetle where you're like riding a ride at an amusement park but it's broken down halfway through but uh-huh. it's in a position where you can't leave so you okay. just have to sit there and just wait. <laughs> Jeez, just yeah, stuck dude, in one spot. The mundanity and the monotony make it more terrifying than I think mm-hmm. any actual terrifying situation that I could find myself in. Like being chased by a shark, like that's a bad time for everybody. You know, like I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of like what would my personal worst possible outcome be? And I think it would be something like that. Either that or like stuck in a cave. Cause I, I have really bad claustrophobia about oh, stuff like that. Okay. That would be bad too. Yeah. So like stuck in a cave would also probably be a pretty bad one for me. Okay. Th- those are, those are fair. I, I got to say for mine, for my one that I, I wouldn't mind being trapped in, I wouldn't mind being trapped in uh, a shonen esque setting yeah that would be fine i I think i could have fun with that because there's enough still related to like the goings-on of real world right that uh, i could process it and not feel completely lost one of the worst ones i could think of to be trapped in is being trapped inside of a beetle of a stephen king novel that's really funny (laughs) that's that is very specific but also i know exactly what you mean Mm -hmm. yeah that's really funny (laughs) i'm just saying oh there's there's plenty to choose from there (laughs) you guys will have to let us know what you think would be terrible to be trapped in and what you wouldn't mind so much living out in a beetle fashion especially since this area is so prevalent with them along with their drugs and alcohol since the mayor uh, well not necessarily the mayor of the of Renton but the 
the governing body of Renton looks the other way. Those corruptible youths! All because of those corruptible officials. (laughs) (laughs) It goes hand in hand. Very true. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for the Renton look and uh, the next step on our tour of the Metroplex. We are getting close to the end of having all of Seattle Metroplex mapped out. Maybe we'll have to jump to a new Metroplex after that. (laughs) We could take a look at Denver or uh, I guess there's always uh, Berlin. It's true. You know, that's a unique, unique way to look at things. I just want to throw this out there as a possible idea. Uh, I think that maybe it would be uh, a cool idea to throw out to the Patreon uh, which Metroplex they would like more coverage on. Oh, that's a uh, good look. There could be some people out there that are uh, running like, you know, a Euro campaign. And yeah, maybe what's... they want to see what's going on over there. What's the next city you want us to take a tour of that yeah. I can find the information on? That's the other fun part. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, we, we as long we, as I can find it, I yeah. will do it. So as long as it exists, yes. <laughs> we'll do what we can. <laughs> so maybe we'll we'll get a poll going and find out, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else that you'd like to add about Renton? Um, go to the mall, uh, keep your local economy <laughs> alive and don't do drugs. Go to the mall. Don't do thanks. Dare. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> hey man, let me wrap with you real quick. You can't see it, but I just sat down in a backwards chair as well as swung my baseball cap behind me. So that's how, you know, I'm cool, but approachable. Oh, you're such a cool dude. Thank you. I have I have real youth pasture energy, if you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Oh my god, those commercials were great. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, I suggest you take a trip on over to YouTube and just look up uh, a dare infomercial. <laughs> and you'll know exactly what we mean. It is for our European listeners, it is it is definitely in uh, an American thing. It's a fun trip. Oh, it's a fun trip. And that's D-A-R-E. Mm-hmm. You go ahead and take a take a look at some of those and wonder why. Why? <laughs> but thank you guys for hanging out with us for another lore episode. I hope you had a great time on this piece of lore. And we will continue to bring you other awesome pieces of the Shadowrun lore. But as always, you guys... We will catch you on the next one. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. is granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.